Hello, Jilted Indian Podcast listeners. This is Miranda. Anju. And Pooja. And we are en route to the movie theater to watch Get Out, which uh, everybody is raving about. I think I've only seen 20 of my friends say, I know you've already heard everyone say this, but go see the movie Get Out. I looked at reviews. I'm not an avid review reader like mm, Pooja is, but... I did, I always, habitually, check Rotten Tomatoes. If Rotten Tomatoes gives it a bad score, I don't want to watch it. Unless I'm only going to the movie to prop my legs up and be served food. That's the only reason why why I'll watch a shitty movie from Rotten Tomatoes. But we wanted to talk a little bit about why we want to go see this. Of course, we always want to support films that not only send out messages that speak to us, we're talking about representation as well. And Pooja? Um, I just want, I've spoiler alert everyone, I've seen this movie. I've already seen um, Get Out. I saw it last week and I love it and I can't wait to watch these two women watch this movie Um, (laughs) because I think that will be my movie going experience but also as Miranda was saying I believe in representation I love that this movie has a predominantly minority cast I love that behind the scenes it's minority and I love the thought process um, that Jordan Peele had going into the casting as well as his writing and directing of this movie and even without um, reading I actually did not read any um, reviews of this movie because there are a lot of cues in here um, if that that so I listened to Jordan Peele on a couple podcasts and he mentioned prior to seeing the movie um, just because he was on doing press not because I sought him out but he specifically pointed out in the that your movie going experience if you have experienced these things they resonate with you and I didn't want to go in knowing what they were and I wanted to know if all of the microaggressions and everything that you saw in the movie are things that I can I pick up on and I can say after reading a bunch of um, articles from Vox, Slate, Mother Jones and and a Hollywood Reporter about all of the things all the cues in there I'm very proud to say I think I got at least 80% of this movie um, um, and, and I can't, again, I can't wait to watch the two of you watch this. We can wait. <laughs> uh, watching us watch it is going to be very boring because we will both be sitting there with our hands over our faces. I'm going to watch through the buttonhole of someone's coat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're supposed to talk about why we wanted to see it. And I will tell you, I did not because I do not do <laughs> horror movies. I don't. I don't do them ever. Uh, I've basically been forced to watch three in my life. So we're going to add that to add one to that tonight. But I do re- totally support what this movie, like what's happening with this movie with the diversity. I normally don't read reviews, but apparently I read one for this one that totally told me what the plot is, which should help me be slightly less scared. <laughs> yeah, I don't do scary films, but I do want to throw all of my money at any film that has a minority, a represented minority in the casting and I'm sure that was a sentence that was supposed to make sense but I can't just make it work right now so Pooja just said we should, uh, we should not oh she did not include me in that little dream because you're the one whose money's gonna be thrown that's at right it. I'm yeah all my money is gonna be thrown at Pooja and Andrew's direct uh, company and they're going to make films for brown people Andrew and I are about to be very scared and Pooja's about to be very entertained And so we'll get back to you after this film is over. 
All right, that movie was sufficiently creepy. I'm happy that it wasn't like a bloody, bloody, bloody horror film, although it did go there. I'm most creeped out by how Peel made microaggressions the scariest thing in the movie. For people who deal with microaggressions regularly, that the way the movie music was scored to be very creepy and very dramatic and it just highlighted those little things as just really scary moments at least to me that's how I felt Pooja what about you I um, really enjoyed this movie um, I find that Jordan Peele should win the the Oscar for and every other award for best original screenplay because this movie is layered in symbolism and um, the zeitgeist and everything that's important about race relations in America right now as Miranda was talking about even down to a microaggression level so I love this movie and I love how there are themes woven throughout that that are almost literature-esque when you look back at them and look at them uh, in total and I feel like this is a film that's going to be studied because you can get much more upon re-review of it also one of the pieces of symbolism I really enjoyed was uh, spoiler alert the father in the beginning had a talk about culling the deer population via hunting and in the end he gets killed by a big black buck that was mounted in the room of torture so that was uh, wonderful symbolism a closing of the loop and I appreciated the small things like that and I also think Jordan Peele should be nominated for an Oscar I know it's flipping March but if something tops that I, I don't know what it is to add on to that the symbolism of the the deer there's also the symbolism of the hunting because you have the scene of her with the hunting rifle literally shooting at the black man as he is trying to escape so that brought that back around too yeah um it was it was awesome it was less terrifying than i was expecting it to be so that was helpful i could actually watch it i thought it was great i'm still kind of parsing all of the all the layers of it but yeah i agree with what miranda was saying about how like they managed to make the microaggressions overtly menacing in the way that we feel them but not the way that they normally like come across which microaggression resonated with each of you it was just how the people who were so you know like that woman who checked his muscles or the person who checked his muscles somebody talking cool and i was just like ah. i don't know, i think the most cringeworthy was probably the barack obama i, I would have voted for obama three times which had to be said <laughs> twice because it wasn't cringeworthy enough the first time I, yeah I think that was maybe the most menacing just because Bradley Woodford was really good at that I thought he did a great job yeah creeped out just thinking about it yeah I think that the direction having all of the characters be just so hard and unnatural the whole time creeped me out the, the physical thing that creeped me out the most was the way that the old people and the young black bodies moved, like, particularly the guy, Logan, or whatever, um, Dre, but the way that his head moved super slowly, they managed to move like old people in young bodies, Yeah. but for no real reason. So it was just really creepy and unnatural, that the way that his head would, like, move really slow, and his, like, it's like he wasn't tracking, his eyes couldn't, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, when he would be turning his head and it would take forever for his eyeball to get to what he was looking at next, which is not the way the normal people work. Yeah. It was crazy. They did a great job of, 
even before it was explained, just the way that a scene would be panned out. There was a time the car was driving down the highway. And when you know you're watching a horror film, you know some crap's about to go down. Like, I knew when the, what was it, the buck that hit the car? I knew that crap was going to happen. It's human nature to have doomsday scenario, you know what I mean? But I was not expecting the other things that would creep me out about the film. And I've got to say, I'm so used to the high-pitched violin before somebody gets killed, you know? So this one was, like, scary in that way where I couldn't tell something was going to happen. It was more like I was waiting for the silence to be long enough before something creeped me out. (laughs) So I thought this was so well done. I completely agree. And I can't wait to study it more because, as you said, Pooja, there's articles online that dissect this further. So... Uh, Jordan Peele, way to go, man. What else I was going to say is that I really appreciated the nuance of if you are a horror movie fan or even a fan of old movies, you can tell Jordan Peele is as well from all the throwbacks and some of the blocking of the scenes and some of the lighting and some of the cinematography was very reminiscent of a lot of classics. And I'm specifically going to call out the scene where uh, Georgina is saying no that was very Janet Lee in Psycho. Yeah. The yeah. lighting, the close-up, just the way she even contorted her face. No, no, no. It was, I thought it was freaking brilliant that he, you know, he can do that. And he did it so many times. Even the opening credits when they were going through the cypress trees, um, or whatever trees, though they weren't in Louisiana, so they weren't cypress. But, you know, the, mm-hmm. when they were going through the trees, that's, that's, the, that's the title sequence, I think, from Shawshank Redemption, like at the beginning. So um, I just really appreciated those little notes as well, and that made me enjoy it on a different level. Um, this time around, especially since I'd already seen the, the movie and knew what the surprises were, I watched for those. And, you know, again, this movie will be in film classes. It will be in current affairs classes. It will be in classes about race and culture in America. It's that I feel like it's that important. And not only just the microaggressions, but just Jordan as a director did a thing like where he made you, even though you as a minority are watching this, and you're like, I recognize that, but it made the people who are not minorities see it from our point of view as well, mm-hmm. especially the scene when he was literally the only minority until he saw Andre, you know, being stared at by nothing but old white people. I've been in that situation before and you feel like a freaking performing monkey. Uh, and, word. Yeah. And so that was a really good scene and we need to talk about our the Asian guy in that scene. There was one Asian man in the entire film yeah. and he asks he asked the dumbest question. He asked the dumbest question. Black in America? Like, what the fuck? What the... F- yes, it's hard to be black anywhere, but especially in America. I feel like he was there to be like, oh, look, the model minorities is full of idiots, and I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I just want to say it's... Again, I'm I'm really creeped out, and... <laughs> Everything seems like a horror movie. Everything seems like a horror movie scene because it was all like these... It's just a person's house, and you're like, don't touch me. (laughs) Basically, the person I am at Warby Parker, when all I want to do is try on the glasses, and people are friendly to me, I'm like, ah, (laughs) except except tenfold. You had to be there. (laughs) Well, to finish, 
Well, first of all, I I was nodding off. I'm exhausted, but I did want to maybe read some articles about the plot synopses and symbolism that I might have missed out on because I was kind of not. It was like you and Lion, your <laughs> thirty second nap on yeah. that one crucial point in the movie. Yeah. Did I, you- I'm going to read through it and get everything. Um, did you finish talking about the one Asian guy at the... At- yes, we, we mentioned that this Asian gentleman uh, went and asked the dumbest, dumb what shit. What do you make of the fact that one of the members of the organization was Asian? The only minority represented. He was a part of this, gr- this group of old Bingo. white guys. Bingo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a slave action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Creepy was that. Yeah, so like, the fact that it was that they only Asian represented among this group of privileged white guys who are bidding on a black pussy goes back to where did he assimilate to it? The whole, yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh my God! Yeah. The model minority thing. Way to non 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 minority. Way to hit on that Jordan Peele. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense that he would have the Asian person asking that as the model minority. They don't know that to be a different type of minority in America, it's hard. So that made sense, but he never answered the question, did he? Because the answer is like, motherfucker, yes. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> well, it was a, was your, was your, is your experience growing up as an African American positive or negative? Is like the dumbest, like. In what possible way could that not be negative? In what way is it positive? You'd have to have. You'd have to be like an alien with no understanding of the of the history of black people in America to ask a question like that. Right. But um, also, if you think about it, the way that I mean, minorities, a lot of minorities moved here in the 60s and 70s after civil rights. So their impression of black people was that of a white person. This is not too crazy of an idea because if you're assimilating to America in post-Civil War... Civil War. In post civil rights era, you're going to have the same kind of withdrawal. Like you're going to keep yourself separated and know nothing about that culture or those, you know, that group of people. Uh, so you will ask a dumb shit question like that, I think. And to another point, I remember my cousin said when he went to Japan, he noticed that the biggest export there was Black American culture. So if you look at it from another point of view. Um, if we look at stuff as being very pre-Civil War in this movie, that whole slave auction scene, it would make sense that they would have a foreign dignitary who wasn't black come to observe such things at that time, right? So I feel like you could look at that character in one of two ways, here to export that idea somewhere else, or here to participate in it. Either way, it's really shitty. Fuck <laughs> uh, yeah. So... Uh, if you haven't seen Get Out, can I can, get out and see? It's <laughs> worst. Okay, so um, amazing film, artfully done, and of course, I almost I would want to see it again. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to recover first. Yeah. So yeah. this has been Pooja, Miranda, and Anju with the Jilted Indian Podcast. See you next time.